Hey everybody, how you doing today? This is Pastor Chip. Y'all remember that movie, Toy Story? You remember that theme song, You've Got a Friend in Me? Remember, it's kind of catchy. Old Woody and Buzz Lightyear. You know, I remember my kids when they were little, my girls, they would fight over, That's my friend. No, that's my friend. It's my friend. Y'all ever dealt with that? In high school, you have different friends, and people fight over your friends. You know, I used to tell my girls, I say, I have different friends. I have military friends. I have shooting friends. I have hunting friends. I have friends that like to go fishing. You know, I have friends that go camping and friends that we ride motorcycles with. Uh, different kinds of friends, but not not one friend for everything, every specific event. And, uh, you know, I look back in life and I have friends that were for seasons. You understand? You ever hear that? Friends that were in your life for seasons at a time. They're not there all the time. But they're, they feel a specific purpose or time or event in your life, and then maybe they move on. Um, friends that God planted in your life before you ever knew that you even needed them. Uh, I have friends like that. And you hear me talking about suicide a lot and, and my wife's death. and And I have... Several friends, just specifically, um, that are in the family, the club, the club that nobody wants to join. And, um, you know, we were friends in the military. Uh, we worked together and uh, had a, you know, friend-work relationship um, that was built, established. But then... <clears throat> When my wife killed herself, it was these friends that were there for me to help me uh, get through the event. You know, um, you need to have your friends. You know, we've got God. God's there for us all the time, and He can listen to our prayers, and and He can take, you know, He can take our punishment, our beatings, and fussing and but sometimes you just need that physical close friend to help you through things and you know I've got talked to people that you know and I, I say this not only for suicide but I mean people that have suffered a traumatic loss of a loved one um there are people that will inevitably say, "You know, I I don't need I don't need help. I don't need this. I don't need that. I can do it by myself." And sadly, in today's world, you oh, I found it to be so true in many cases, uh, not only in mine but in my recent friends, my my loved ones. Uh, 
I say my loved friends that they experience a tragic death and and people are gung ho for like a week or two. They're like all in your business. Everybody wants to tell you what to do. Clean out the house. Get rid of the clothes. You know, don't go here. Don't do that. Don't drink this. Don't eat that. I'll do this for you. And they're cleaning at your house and they're hanging out and they're telling you, you know, don't cry. It'll be okay. Get over it. Move on. Get yourself together. It's just on and on. But you know, like I said, after about two weeks, they start slipping away. They're not around all the time. And then they start calling, they go from not being there to calling you to like even their phone calls slip away. And then they're not even around, they've forgotten about you. Well, you know, how many of you are married and when you when you get pregnant as a family, you say, you start saying, oh, look, she's pregnant, and then they're pregnant, and then they're having a kid. And then you, re- you realize all these people around you are going through the same thing. And then after you have your children, your friends become, well, why don't you hang out with us anymore or do this anymore? Well... We've got kids, and we've got responsibilities, and your single or young couple friends, they don't understand. Or what about divorce? Divorce is another, is a great one. You know, when, you, when you're married, you got all these friends that, you know, your Friday night movies or parties or, or you hang out and socialize with each other. But then when you get divorced, it's not right hanging around another couple when you're in a third wheel. It's like you always feel like you're the odd man out, right? You're you're you don't fit in. <coughs> Excuse me, you don't fit in. You know, I mean, you don't see a car riding down the road with Three tires on it when one falls off, do you? It disrupts the whole machine. A bicycle works with two wheels. Not very often do you see them with three. It's by design. You know, it's it's like I said before. When I preach about suicide, I preach about something I know that I've been involved in involved with, experienced. I live it every day. But I can't give the first bit of advice about miscarriages, can I? Or pregnancy. Or anything to do with the female. I mean... It's not it's not me, it's not what I am, and I have no experience in it. But I will just throw this in here as my as my uh, advertisement plug. Guys, treat them women like they need to be treated. They're God's creation just for you. Take care of them. 
All right, we'll talk about that in another podcast. But what do you do with the suicide? When you're grieving or a loss, you, you need your friends to lean on. And you need to have different friends. Or you can have one good one, I guess. But you need to have those friends that you can call any time of the day and cry on their shoulder. Friends that will be there to hear you and support you and love on you and not critique you. See, those friends are the ones that got me through, those military friends. They were there for me at 2 and 3 and 4 in the morning when I couldn't sleep and I was crying and calling. And they're there for me when I experience things that I, I don't understand later as I go through this trial of life. They help me work through it. You know, they're there. They're my friends. We're in the club and... We know that we can call any time. And little did we know, years and years ago, when each person experiences something, and God, the people God puts in your life are there to pick you up when life knocks you off your feet. We're all going through training God is continuously training us for these tragic events. But are you using it when you need to? Or are you just sitting back saying, I'm not going to bother them, I don't want to call them, I don't want to whatever. Or are you being that persistent friend that lets them know they're not alone? Because I'm telling you people, it's rough. Loss of a loved one is rough. Pain is real. But we need to learn to walk again. We need to learn to navigate life. To make new friends. Our loved ones, I hate to tell most people, but no matter how they left, they're always going to be in our heart. And... um don't think that you're going to replace them. It's not about replacing them. I went out with a lady one time, and she says, well, I don't know if I'll ever compete with your wife. And I said, well, it's good because it's not a competition. You won't never win. You know, our spouses or loved ones that left hold a special place in our heart. Then I don't think anything or anyone will ever, ever come close to feeling that spot, nor would you want them to. You don't want them to leave. You don't. Your memories are what we have. You know, in my house, I held on to some things for a long, long time. You know, and thinking, you know, that was hers or this was that and whatever. But you know, I slowly I realized all these things that I have, these possessions of hers don't mean a thing. What matters is she's still in my heart and I still love her. And people that go through a tragic loss of a loved one, 
it's not like a divorce where you've years of frustration and anger and finally when they're gone you, you're happy so to speak and it's over with and you don't really care anymore we had loved ones that we loved and went about our day kissed in the morning and kissed at night and hugged and held on each other and you know we they were the center of our universe and then you wake up and they're gone It's different, people. It's tough, but it's life. So, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a scripture about that. It said in this book called Ecclesiastes, it's in the Old Testament, uh, chapter 4, verse, start at verse 9 through 12, it says, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken." Do you understand that? It's pretty simple. Two can work better than one and make a better harvest and better reward. And if one falls down, your friend is to help you up. If you're out in the woods and you slip and fall in an old mine shaft, at least your friend can throw you a rope or go get help. But if nobody's around, it'll be a long time before they figure out where you are. And who's been camping together before and in that old sleeping bag? God, many times in the military out in the field freezing our exterior components off. But when you put two in the sleeping bag or in a blanket and you're warm or you roll up next to each other, it helps generate heat, right? And... Though one may be overpowered and two can withstand, what do the what do this what does the prey do? They walk around looking for the one person who's not paying attention and looks weak. And that's who they attack. But they don't mess with two usually, do they? So people having a friend is important. If you're going through a crisis, you need a friend. You need to learn to talk. You need to learn to open up and let people in. Because if you don't, the grief and the stress and the worry, it's not going to help. You're just going to get worse and worse. So, this is Pastor Chip. And if you need me, you know where to find me. You can email me, pastorchip42 at gmail.com. And I hope everyone has a blessed day. And I want you all to go sing, You have a friend in me. You have a friend in me. And it's Pastor Chip. I didn't say I could sing. But everybody have a blessed day, and thank you for listening in. I look forward to the next time.
See you later.